race week is one week away. Bro. Less than one week, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're okay. Let, let's restart this. We're actually not going to restart, but I'm going to put it on fact. We are in race week officially. Who are you betting on this week? Yo, who am I betting on? So we'll get into it, but Mercedes mm. isn't looking hot, but who are you betting on this week? I'll tell you right now, I'm still going with my boy Lewis. Okay, so Lewis is still, is he still the favorite of Bet99? I think well, he is. I think we're going to, I think you're going to have to find out. And if you haven't placed your bets, it's not too late. Head over to bet99.com. Use the link that's in our description and they will match your deposit up to $600. So check out the odds, check out who the favorites are, and put your bets in for race weekend. For sure. I'm not betting on Mercedes. I'm betting on Ferrari this week, just saying. But um, we'll see what happens. But make sure you guys, if you guys are into sports betting, especially for Formula One, I know a lot of sites don't do it. Bet99 is great at it. They're easy, easy user face. $600 will be matched. 100% of it. So if you put in 600, you get another free $600. I mean, you just, do it. just put 100 bucks in. Yes, sir. So let's go, Let's get into it. Let's get straight into the episode. We had a conversation over this weekend. Got me a little bit in my feelings when you uh, said haters going to hate when I'm just being real. How you feeling about your boys in the silver? I mean, it's so hard because I've Lewis's comments get... Everyone has a microscope on them. Everyone's just talking about, oh, yeah... Mercedes is playing the game that they always play. But then some of the experts are saying maybe this year is different. So I don't know how I feel. Obviously, I know they've struggled, but they struggle. They struggle every year in testing. It's different, though. Like the porpoising is real, though. Like when you watch their car go down the straight, it looks like a bouncing car. But I mean, a lot of teams are struggling with the porpoising. But not as bad as Mercedes. I think AlphaTauri actually has the worst. I know, but Mercedes is one of the worst teams at it. Yeah, and it's... Like, M- McLaren and Ferrari and Red Bull seem to have more of a grip under it. And that's my only thing. I understand Mercedes struggles, but, like, they need to figure out the porpoising. But they're saying that if they figure out the porpoising, their car goes to another level because of the upgrades they have in the unit. So, maybe they struggle for the first two, three races, and then once they figure that out, they're going to blow everybody out, but... And that's, I, I'm a little worried about this week. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about is over 23 races, continually to upgrade the car and, and just getting the most out of it. But I think what we've learned from testing is these cars are actually pretty difficult to drive. Yeah, and I think that's cool because we all talked about how hard is it going to actually be? Is it going to be a driver's car? We're all anticipating it. And it ended up being like, you, you got to be a good driver to it's drive this. It's very stiff. It's hard to to manage in the corners and or in low speed. Checo keeps falling off. Like uh, brakes keep locking up. I mean, hey, listen, Williams is on fire. Uh, McLaren has front brake problems. Like it's it's an interesting time to be an F one fan. Mick Schumacher went second fastest. Yeah, on the final you know day. What? we're not putting too much stock into that. I, listen, we take everything with a grain of salt. I'm looking at more at like the data. They were also in different conditions, though. Did you know that? Yeah, it they was it was uh, nighttime. Exactly, it big difference in, ta- in track temperature. And, yeah, so it's like we got we got to take a grain of salt with Haas. Everybody else is kind of on a level playing field. I mean, Verstappen looks the best in the car. Um, I mean, we watched a video. We talked about it. They have the best long run rate in terms of actually race pace. Verstappen says that Lewis is capping hard. He's calling cap. Sure, but I'm saying right now Red Bull has the best long pace. If you actually look at like. A extended period of time out of any car. Ferrari is obviously Ferrari look, looks really the most good. capable. It does, but we'll see what happens. I mean, how much do you put into Red Bull's pace? They overall had the best long pace on the weekend, I which s- is the most important. Yeah, I think that um, 
I don't think that Red Bull is, from a constructor standpoint, I don't think Red Bull is going to be one or two. You still don't think so, eh? It's going to be, it's going to be Ferrari, Mercedes. Yeah, I know. That's how I went into the year thinking about it. But I don't know. I think it still might be Mercedes Red Bull. But the thing is, we don't have to speculate much longer, man. Like, this week... Well, I mean, listen, it's only week one. We it, still get to speculate. We get to speculate, but we will finally see quality. We'll finally see a race. Um, it's a little different. Obviously, there'll be no media on Thursday. It'll be Friday morning, um, which is a little change to F1. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fine with that. I'm excited for free practice. And FP1? FP1, bro. Yeah, I will come out and say that um, I'm very, very interested to see what McLaren looks like because their car looked the best, but they have the front brake problems, which Lando knows. They had to fly some stuff in, but I heard it's still not fixed. Lando thinks it's going to be a tough fix before then, but I was hoping that maybe this weekend would be the first weekend Lando Norris ever won a GP race because their car looked very strong and they could surprise maybe, but it's not looking too hot right now. Because there's real issues. Like, that's my issue with, like, we have to take stuff with a grain of salt, but McLaren has a real issue. They have a real front brake problem, right? Like, Mercedes has a real problem with the porpoising. Red Bull and Ferrari don't have major problems. They have minor things to fix. But if they fix those problems, they're going to be way ahead of the field, in my opinion. But those are big problems to fix. Some people are saying that McLaren's going to have a really bad year. Why? Um, Just with, um, one, the braking issues, uh, two, uh, you know, just reliability general reliability issues yeah i mean i don't I, see it if it happens i don't really care i mean and also you know we've talked about it and if we're gonna just jump into mclaren a little bit it was we've talked about danny rick it was a tough first year of mclaren you can't even there's nothing else to say than it was a tough year for him i mean he's racing against a future world champion in my opinion for sure but it's not just about being your teammate it's he struggled in that car. Are you saying that because of the Drive to Survive documentary? I'm saying it because we've spoke about it. But yeah, but what do you place on struggle, though? Like, I think in the first half, it was a massive struggle. I think towards the end half of the year, it wasn't too much of a struggle. That's just my opinion. Like, I felt he had his strong points in the later half, and he had some bad points. But yeah, it was bad at the beginning of the year. It was very bad at the beginning. So I think Danny Rick is going to return to form this year. That's a bold statement. And that's why, although people are talking a lot of smack about McLaren, they're going to be there for that 3-4. Okay, four. let's put it on. What is form for Danny, Danny Rick? Looking like being a, being a pretender? If Danny Rick was, you know, a little bit better last year, that team comes third. But that's not what I'm saying to you. What is, what is Danny Rick's form? Is, is it Danny being, Rick's form is pushing his teammate on quali. No, I'm saying, what does his form look like? Is he pushing for a world championship? Is he pretending? Hell no. no, no, he's not a championship driver. Okay, so then there's my question. What does that do to get you third? If we think, we think that Charles is a potential championship driver as of right now, right? We think Carlos can squeak you one, maybe. Yeah, Ferrari's good. We think Red, we know Max Verstappen's a championship level driver. I believe, and I believe Lando's a future world champion. Okay. So if Danny Rick... But is Danny Rick better than Checo? I think so. Okay, so fair. So, we think George is a future world champion. Yes or no? Debate's yes. up. But we think he has the potential to be there. We know what Lewis can do. Yeah, so that's so, why. So, let me just, let me make, let me set those guidelines very clear. Max Verstappen and Lando Norris, how far is the gap? Oof. How many points? 50, 60, 100, 200? At least Call it 100. 100. Yeah. So, they're not beating Red Bull. 
They're definitely not beating Mercedes. So the only team they compete with is Ferrari. But we both just said they have two world championship yeah, exactly. drivers. Not so how Ferrari. do you expect them to be fourth? Other than a better card of them. I mean, be third. Oh, they should be fourth. Uh, no, sorry. You said they should be third if Danny Rick gets a form. Even if Danny Rick is in form, is he better than Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc? His best is like Charles and Carlos's average, in my opinion. At this point. He is a seven-time race winner. So what? Carlos Sainz has never won a race. I don't care if Carlos Sainz never won a race. They had equal cars last year. What did Danny Rick do? What did Carlos Sainz do? New cars. I mean, that's very fair. So that's my whole point is like, we're talking about the past of Danny Ricardo. I know. We, he, and I mean, he's been riding those coattails so, for a long time. So my whole point time. to you is like, even if he's on form, do you still see McLaren going third? I still don't see it. I, I still think their car's behind Ferrari too. That's my whole point. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like McLaren to me is a clear cut four this year. If their cars are abysmal, then they drop. But if everything's on par where their car is a little behind all, all the top guys and they have the fourth best driving lineup, in my opinion, like it's pretty easy to say, like we think Lando's a future world champion. We think Danny's a good driver, not a great driver. Then I don't see them higher than, than four, to be honest with you. Unless their car is really that much better. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, what world do they come third? Like in what world do they come third? What needs to happen? It's so rare. I think it's rare. Unless Ferrari, Mercedes, or Red Bull have complete duds. Their drivers are better. Do you, Max Verstappen outweighs Lando and, and thing, in my opinion. So it's like, Checo's a little weak point. So but. McLaren is there. We, I think we've got them at number four, but are, are they a lock for four? They have to be. Who's they, taking that big step in the midfield? Nobody. Alpine looks slow this weekend. Alpine looks bad. I think Alpine. Aston Martin has a chance. Like they, every, a lot Alfa of people Tori. say, people, yeah, people are saying uh, Aston Martin and Alfa Tori look really good, but like Aston Martin looked good before. Alpine Here's and Alfa issue, Romeo right? are going to be at the bottom. Here's my issue, right? Here's my issue with everything. Race pace is a whole different conversation, and we've seen when Aston Martin has quick qualifying or like I'm. I, I have question marks about Aston Martin. I have question marks about. I don't actually. I don't have question marks about Alfa Tori. I think Alfa Tori would be a, a solid team. My only question with McLaren is, if they, do they fix the brake issue? Yeah. Like, I think they put out a good car. Is it reliable? It's a whole different conversation. But I think in terms of when you talk about raw race pace, I think McLaren's a lock for four. Like, if they have reliability issues, we can't determine that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't. So many people, and I was one of them, criticized signs for leaving McLaren. Looking at it now, it's like, he did the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. When because- he left, they were in financial trouble. Well, well, I don't, you can't even look at that way. I mean, that's a good point, but it's like Ferrari, which is obviously the top brand. Of course. Right? Like there's no brand bigger than Ferrari at this moment. We obviously said if Mercedes wins a couple, we're going to pick Mercedes. So that's fair. So we got Ferrari. A, they had a bad year. So you probably get in, probably like if they had a good year, you're, they're probably not asking Carlos Sainz to go there. They're probably asking someone bigger. Maybe Valtteri Bottas, like to be honest with you. So it's like. McLaren, they they were in third, so a lot of people would say, "Hey, like, why would we? Why would I go there?" But everybody knew Ferrari's gonna step its way back up. You have too much money to not get back up. You know what I mean? Like, you just have too much money. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked out perfectly. He went to arguably, or I mean, not even arguably, right now the most historic team in the sport, and they look like they have the best car this year. They have they have one of the they have one of the two best cars. A lot of people are saying Red Bull's re- like Red Bull has, a really and that's good why like if we do take it back to Mercedes, and yes, we know how they looked, but are we really concerned? I'm concerned because they have a real issue at hand. 
You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not concerned about Mercedes being at the top at, in the middle of the year, end of year. I'm concerned for the first three races. Yeah. So Red Bull got rid of the porpoising by raising the car. Yeah, I mean, listen, they ran on a high-rate car before. So they probably understand those principles a lot more than any than Mercedes because Mercedes is a low-rate team, right? Mm-hmm. So I, regard, we don't want to bore listeners with technical stuff, right? They raise the car, cool. But my whole point is Red Bull is going to be strong right out the gates. I don't know if that's... And that's what I mean by worried with Mercedes. Are you and worried again, about them starting off clarify. slow? By Red Bull, we mean Max. Max, okay. But Checo was up there with times too. But let me ask you this though. Are you worried about at least the start of your Mercedes? I understand you're not worried about the whole year. Are you worried about the first two to three races? I'm definitely not confident going into this weekend. That's what I'm saying. So like, like I, I the the fan in me is like, I trust Toto. I trust the you team. Should. I trust you should. You should. But Lewis's comments have to definitely, they definitely put me on notice of like, okay, well, he's, he's setting the table so that you're not disappointed if he loses. Yeah, I mean, last year, remind me, because I don't I don't remember what Lou said. He said we got work to do, but he didn't say we wouldn't compete with the top teams after. They struggled in one. testing. He said there was a lot of work to do, but and then he, he came out and won the first race. But did he say that they wouldn't of... Um, no, he, did, he, listen, didn't say they he just compete. said that we don't have a car that can win races right now. But did he say that last year? No. I don't think he said last no. year. See, there, there, there's a key difference. But... So when would you be start to get worried about the whole year? I or like I guess the better question is what what well, grace you give him? Are you giving I, three, it, four it's races? It's hard to say that because Lewis came out and won the first few races, or Mercedes came out and won the first few races, and then Max won four straight going well, into. Well, that was back and forth, right? Because like but then Max won four straight. Yeah, and it was the first it, time it was, in this like era. That it was like the two Austri- Austrian rings, like France, Syrian, France, and then and Baku, Baku. So no, well, Max blew his well, time. Red, Red Bull, Bull won four in yeah, a row. Yeah, Red right. Bull won four in a row. Yeah, but Baku was a Max given. France was a, a strategy thing. So it's like yeah. and Max is France. I mean, Lewis lost in the last three laps because of his tires. Yeah. So let me ask you this. And obviously Baku, we know apparently Baku. Bahrain was a strategy thing though. Eh? When when Lewis won last year, remember? Yeah, that was strategy. With, it wasn't the car thing. It, it was, was the pits. Long. Yeah. And um, just to talk about Baku quickly, because I, you know, we we we've said for sure. Like, how does I don't know if Lewis is still thinks about it, but drive survive. Quoting Lewis, it haunts him. Yeah. So throw throw me back to this. When, what the original question was, when do you start getting worried or what's your grace period? If they struggle. For you know, like gate? I'm really, if we're going into summer break and it's plus a hundred points, I am worried. You're giving that much leeway. Yeah. Because we saw what Lewis did in the second half. Of but the that's a hundred points. That was like, you were, you were like pretty much neck. You were up in constructors points pretty much. I think that going into point. Silverstone, Red Bull was leading the driver and constructors. Were they? Oh, but by like a couple points. So, but like, I think like maybe eight points in the, in the drivers and like more 30. Than that. It wasn't much. It in was the, more it, than No, sorry. Points. Constructors was only like yeah. 10, 10 ish points. Yeah. Because after Silverstone, uh, Lewis was de- trailing eight points. Yes. The, well, that's a drive. But Constructors, I'm, Red Bull was a little bit, not much. Yeah. But uh, so let's, let's get back to it though. So you're giving a whole summer break for them. If it's, a, if it's more than 100 points going into summer break, you think they can I'm make worried. up 100 points to Red Bull? I think that in, what, in, in, what in Mercedes has shown is they will adapt and, 
Look how they close the year. But man. that's not what I'm at. A hundred points is different than being down. 10 they figured points. out their car, man. But a hundred points. They can do it, man. Do you know what the maximum points you can get if your drivers finish one and two and two and three? It's twenty points per race. That's if George beats Max every single time. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. That's no, no, I'm saying that's a lot to ask. Though. No, that's fair. I'm giving them three to four races. And the reality is this team is going to figure it out. And people are saying that maybe Lewis is saying that because he lost last year. So he's really coming in to temper expectations because in, in the past they would have been like, oh, yeah, we'll, like, we'll Yeah, but I don't care about the media narrative. I'm saying, I, I'm just asking, like, I'm giving them three to four races before I, I hit the worry button. And I mean, if Lewis comes out and wins the first race, then, of course, it's all bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't care if he wins the first race. You got to look at the first three or four races. Like, if, if you come on here after, and Lewis wins ball rain and saying he's going to be the next world champion, like, I'm going to be like, let's pump the brakes. Let's rewind. It's race one. We know there's a lot of developments for all teams and more than most years, right? Like, this is the biggest year in development. This is probably the draft. Like, we could see Haas go from, like, let's say three all the way to 10th, or we could see them go from eighth all the way to third, depending on if their developments are really good. Like, I, I don't expect Haas, but I'm just saying, like, if a team makes great strides, you can see them move up the ladder quite a bit. Yeah. Like, you might see a lot of changes. And I think now that we're finally here race week, the first qualifying is going to really... It, one, it's going to be amazing just to see flying laps, like real flying laps. But it will give us a pretty good baseline of how the first few races will go. Yeah. Well, we'll see so, who, so has I, this, who has the pace, who looks so the I don't most agree comfortable in the car. I don't agree with that. I'll tell you why. Because some teams, like, they're going to have some big developments going to race, race two or race three. Like, think about this, right? If you're Mercedes and you're struggling porpoising, you might not get your, your, your fix this week. It might be the next race. You understand what I'm saying? Like... I, th- I think it'll give you a clear cut. Yeah, but we'll see how Mercedes is going to look in in the lower lower speed parts of the track. How how are they in the in the corners? I just think there's some massive upgrades within the first three to four races coming. I think uh, once we're at like once we get to Monaco is when you get a well, you the grid will kind of settle itself. Up. I and think we'll, Monaco's race five. And will we see um, on race day? Will we see racing? Are we going to see lots of overtakes? You know, DRS is not going to be as yes. e- you know. We'll Last see a lot year, of if you're on the straight, you got DRS. It's like it's it's such an easy overtake. Well, you know the cars are made to follow, so they have to take disadvantage DRS a little bit. But um, yeah, well, I think we'll see a lot of racing, man. I think I think it's gonna be great. Do you remember uh, Charles and Max's battle in 2019 at Silverstone? Mm. That was a great battle. I think we'll see a lot of that this year. I want to see Lewis and George battle. I do. Lewis and George. I think um, George is what. Lewis has needed George, and now George is there. I think I think what people underestimate, I think George and Lewis will battle, but I think their battles will be fair. A lot of people are so quick to say, oh, George is going to beat Lewis this year. or it's, it's Like, you cannot forget that the man's a seven-time world champion. So I don't like that statement you said, and not because you're not wrong. I don't care if he's a seven-time world champion. The best driver on the grid when we left Abu Dhabi was who? Was Lewis. Yeah, he looked the best when we left off to Abu Dhabi. So I don't care if Lewis won seven champions seven years ago. That's not what I care about. He was the best driver the last time we saw a race. So why are we disrespecting really, Lewis? really, to close out the season, he was the best driver. He wasn't the best driver all year around. But when we left Abu Dhabi, there was no one on the peak of the game other than Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. So my whole thing is, I, I know I said George Russell would have won in, in uh, 
October, November, but I thought Lewis was going to win and he would sleep. That's why. But it's not happening. You're not beating Lewis Hamilton, George. This year it's not happening. It's really not. For sure. And that's why, like, you have to really attribute people who know how to race. Like, I listen to Toto say that Lewis finds a way to lock in that he's never seen anyone else do. Like, when you think it's impossible, he finds a way. It's like, how can the, you know, the human side of things push the machinery to places that it hasn't been pushed before? Yeah, I hear you. It's like what they say about Valtteri Bottas, that line in that YouTube video. Valtteri Bottas couldn't defend uh, 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 in a courtroom against an oil company with a paid jury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he's just bad at it. But I think people are crazy if they think George Russell will actually win this year. But... I want to see George fight Lewis. Like, I think that's one of my most exciting things I want to see this year. I want to see, like, clean wheel-to-wheel racing. And I think that's what it will be. I think, like, you saw you saw Lewis and, and Valtteri have very clean battles, you know, in 2019, 2018. I think you'll see that. I don't think you'll see, like... I think George respects Lewis too much in the team aspect of it to, like, pull a dirty move, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, how hard is this year going to be for us to watch just in context of how great last year was. I because we, we we have both said that it was the best year in F1. <laughs> don't you already know my answer? Let's hear it. You know, I'm a ra- I love racing. I don't care. I want to see yeah, the racing. Yeah, we, we, we love racing, but are we going to see like a championship battle? But do I really care about the narrative that much? Like knowing me? Or do I just want to yeah, see no, great racing? At the end of, like, last year, we couldn't ignore the fact that there was a legitimate battle right down to the I, end. But you're saying how hard is it going to be for me to watch it compared to last year? Like, knowing me, do you think I really care about it? Yeah, I just want to see the best racing. For so, sure. listen, I think the racing's going to be better this year. The narratives won't be better. But I think you're going to see Charles Leclerc fight Max Verstappen. You'll see George Russell fight Max Verstappen. Last year, it was only Lewis Hamilton versus Max Verstappen. So, like, I think the racing this year will actually be better. The quality of racing. Agreed. Overall on the grid. I think we're going to see, I mean, the mid-pack, I think there's going to be so many more opportunities for people who you would never expect to get a podium, get a podium. Yeah, so, like, that's when I asked you that. It's like, are we talking about racing or narratives? Obviously, the narratives aren't going to match up to next. Unless, if they match up to last year, it'll be the best year ever. But I think if you look purely racing, I think you're going to see, I think Yuki Tsunoda is going to be able to battle George Russell. Like, I think cars are going to be close, and it's going to show which drivers are really good. Like, I think at the beginning of the year, at least, that will what it'll look like. I think cars will start to separate itself after the summer break, but that's, that's just my at thoughts. At the end of this year, does Checo retire? Hell no. That, that video's stupid. Why would Checo retire? I mean, he almost didn't have a job. That's fair, but does Checo bring a bag with him? Do all the young drivers bring a bag? Who brings more of a bag? K-Mag or Checo? I mean, I think there's other options outside of those two. So the, no, but the, no. Could he take Haas' spot for 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 a thing? I don't know if Haas wants him though. Well, who who would you rather have? I mean, there's some young drivers in F2 that no, bring bags. No, no, no. They signed a multi-year deal with K Mag, right? Yeah. Can they not use Checo's bag to pay out K Mag's bag? Because I know K Mag didn't bring a bag with him. But how much does how much is Checo's bag today? Do you think he's bringing it back to Rebel? What do you mean? He has the the richest, one of the richest people in Mexico of backing course. him. But I'm just wondering, because do we know this? Does Red Bull have a Checo bag? They don't need a Checo bag. I'm sure they get, I get some money, but if Checo needed a bag from his rich media He guy, did buy his way into F1. We okay, know that. so you're telling, who would you rather have as a racing aspect? Checo or, or, or K-Meg right now? 
especially especially to teach Mick too. Good teammate. It's not as easy as you think. Okay, it's close. Who brings a bag, K Meg or Checo? Checo. Valtteri Bottas bag or Checo bag? Checo. I'm just saying, like Albon, Latifi, That's or if Checo. You want to retain someone, but I think there's going to be a far larger appetite for a new driver. But I, that's not what I'm saying to you. If the choice is you have to go with Valtteri, Checo, or K-Mag, okay. you're going with Checo. If Seb stinks it up this year, why would he get an Aston Martin seat? He killed it with them before. Yeah, but they didn't re-sign him. Which was stupid because they signed Seb, but if Seb stinks it up, why, they, why doesn't he take that seat? If Alpine leaves, if Alonso retires. If Checo has a good year, he's staying. But that's my whole point. If he has a bad year, that's a whole different conversation. But if he has a good year, why would he retire? There's no need for him. Why is there no need for him? I said, if he has a good year, there's no need for him to retire. But if he brings a bag to Williams, you don't think Williams takes him? If Guan Yu Zhou stinks it up, why doesn't Alfa Romeo pick him up? This is why we have to see what Checo does this year. But I'm not saying... Checo really But I'm saying driver? if Checo's bad and, and Joe's bad, who do you bring to Alfa Romeo? Oh, I mean, Joe brings the biggest bag. Does he? That Mexican millionaire is paying like $15 million for him to be a... Be a we'll see. We'll see. But I, I'm just saying like, but okay, Latifi or Checo? It's an easy call for me. I'm picking Checo 10 times out of 10. Latifi's not that young. Sure. Who would you rather have to mentor Albon? Would you rather have Checo or, or Latifi? I mean, listen, I would... I, Latifi is young. He's 28. 28. He's 27, 28 this year. It, it, Checo's what, 32? But I, I, listen... Check over the TV. Who brings the bucks? Sure, sure. I, I listen. The fact. My whole crazy. point is not putting a, a world where there's no young talent. I think there is going to be a priority over young talent that brings. But money. at some point, you have to value bringing experience. I think I don't think you can go all youth. No, you can't. If 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 Albon's a future driver of Williams, who do you want to pair him? I up think next there's year? a realistic chance that Albon's not even in F1 next year. But who's taking a seat? You maybe a Checo. They they have one guy. Latifi's young enough, but still old. So I can I can I, he's I think not, we're going to see Nick DeVries, Oscar Piastri, and I don't think French you're going to see Nick DeVries. I don't think you're ever going to see Nick DeVries. Wow. I don't think you'll ever see Nick DeVries, bro. Why? Think about this. Think about all of our F1 drivers. Which one of them went to, like, I know Formula E is new, but which one of them came from India or anything like that? A lot of F1 drivers start at F1 and stay in F1. You don't hear about a lot of indie stories Formula E. Yeah, but it does mean that it can't happen. But that's why I said, that's why I don't think we see Nick DeVries. You're talking about if, you're talking about the possibility. Of course there's a possibility. I don't think we see it. Interesting. Who, who do you, Nick DeVries is 27 years old as well. So who are you taking off the grid for him? There's Piastri and there's Alpine's, uh, Alpine's young talent. So how many young, how many seats have, are there available to new guys? Yeah, I mean Red Bull's got a huge. Red Bull's got pool. talent in the in the in, in the wing. So it's like, who who's taking off from the grid though? So I think both Williams drivers can potentially turn over. One, not both. One. One will, but it's either or. And next There's year. No say. Okay, that's what I'm saying. One will. One, one will. will. Um, uh, no, one has the potential to. They could lock in both two. I think that we'll see. I think Haas will lose Mick to someone else. 
Yes. Because I think that um, Joe but where is he going? Over, might go to Alpha. No. Okay. I think he's he stays on Haas until he goes from Ferrari. Gotcha. Um, so, anyways, I think I think there could be a potential four seats at turnover. With the other two seats, you said one Williams seat, one Haas seat. Okay, that's two. And Joe, I th- three. I, I here's so I take away that seat, and you, let me know if you disagree. Joe will take his bag to another bottom team, at least for another year. Okay, and then I think the other team that might turn over is. Um, I think that we may turn over uh, Esteban Ocon. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to take that one back. He locked in a long-term deal. They locked in Esteban for a long-term deal. I think Esteban's the driver of the future. What happens if Danny Rick has a bad year? I think the possibility is maybe Mick to McLaren. Can you imagine Danny Rick out of F1? No, he wouldn't be out of F1, though. He'd probably be... He'd, Bro, I, I, could see, I could see them swap... Danny Rick on Haas. Imagine the marketing possibilities you have. Okay, so let me ask you this. Oscar Piastri or Danny Rick on Haas? Taking Oscar, bro. You're, you're cracked. Danny's still a good driver, bro. He may not be great, but he's still a good driver. Did Danny just get washed so much faster than other good drivers? I mean, I mean hey. the, but the thing is, was he ever, he'd never won a world championship. Yeah, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let, let's get into this quickly. So you talked about all these seats, right, being available. There could also be no seats available next year. Yeah, but that's just rare. What do you mean? It sometimes only one seat. Like I mean, like it could be like one seat available. Think about this, right? Mercedes, I think, is locked up for the next two years. Yeah, Lewis Ferrari's locked up. Yeah, Red Bull's locked. I think Red Bull's locked up at least for another. I year. I think there's variables with both McLaren and Red Bull with Checo and Danny. I, I think Checo's locked up for another year. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? This is what will happen. I predict this. If they do, they swap. Okay. I could see Checo going to McLaren and Red Bull picking up Danny back. Okay. Okay? I don't think so. I could see them picking up Danny. Because Danny and Max are friends, and Danny might know his place Does now. Fernando Alonso want to stay racing if the team's so, not competitive? So here's my thing. If Alonso stays, that's the only scene that opens up in Alpine. Right? But if Alonso wants to stay and he's still good, which I think Alonso will be, yeah, him being good is not the question. Yeah. It's that he doesn't want to race in a shitty car. That's a different conversation. But I'm saying I don't think the I don't think there's a seat available at Alpine unless unless Alonso's bad. Okay. Okay. The Danny Rick seat is open. Mm-hmm. So that's one seat. Alvatore I think Tori has potential. I think Alvatore's locked in. Okay. Right? But here's my thing. I think Yuki will find another home or Pierre. Like I think those two seats, those two seats are still reserved. I think we still see them both in F1 next year. Okay. Right? Aston Martin, we know Lance Stroll is locked in That's daddy's right. money. I think Seb is locked in for a C2. Agreed. Okay. What teams am I missing? Alfa Romero. I think Valtteri Bottas is locked in a long-term deal. I think he's locked in for one more year. He's locked in until 23. 23. He's locked in until 23. I could see if someone with a bigger bag, Joe's they would swap on a one-year him. contract. I think Joe's locked into one other seat. I think Haas will pick him up if they have an opening or Williams. Okay. Like, I think if there's an opening on a bad team, Joe's picked up. I think it's the last year. I think the only real opening, bro, is William C. For a new driver. Because even if, even if they do, like, let's say Alfa Romero does, let's say Alfa Romero gets rid of Joe, I think there's a real possibility they bring back Giovinazzi. 
Bro, that's why it's so hard to get back into F1. But that's my whole point. It's like, I think there's one seat available for a brand new F, like a brand new young talent. I think when you say like we can bring in four young talents, I don't think it happens. I think they will re- they recycle a lot of talent, if that makes sense. Got it. So we'll, we'll keep it at two is a safe number. So what's the other seat then? What's the other seat you think is available to a brand new st- I really think McLaren, bro. You think McLaren's going to take a young guy? I think Danny Rick's going to be gone, bro. I hear you, but you think they're going to take a young guy? I think they might pick up like Seb. And then Danny Rick goes to Aston Martin. Like that would be... Oh, you think it's going to be a swap? Yeah, like I, I don't see Danny Rick getting removed off so the you, grid. Okay, so you're saying there'll be one newcomer. There'll be one... Like that, that was my question to you. I'm not saying that there won't be a lot of gotcha, swaps. Gotcha. But I said there'll only be one... Okay, you know what? I can get behind one newcomer. And I think that seat is at Williams. For sure. I don't think Haas gets rid of Mick. Mick said Haas... You know what? It makes sense for Mick to stay there till... He's ready for Ferrari. Yeah. Or a better team. And if a better team thinks like Danny... I can see Danny Rick being picked up by Haas. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Danny Rick, listen to the pod. But Danny Rick and Gunther together? Bro, I love Gunther, bro. I just watched the episode of Haas on Drive to Survive. Is that three or four? It's episode four. Uh, What's number three? three. Okay, so I'll watch that. I'll watch that. Actually, is it four? Sorry, it's four. Uh, What's number three? Three is Mercedes struggles in Monaco, and it closes with the Silverstone accident. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I don't want to watch that. (laughs) Get that just... Actually, I want to see Max going to wall. But anyways, make sure you guys tap into Bet99. Yo, go check out Bet99. If, if you're into sports gambling. Put the link in the description. Make sure you hit it. It'll take you directly there. If you're into sports betting, by no means we do. are we not trying to bring up bad habits. But if you're into sports betting, check out Bet99. It's a free 600 bucks. Listen, it, and especially this, this week, I mean, it's anyone's race. I got Charles, bro. Just a hot, just, just the thing. I got Charles. It's good. Yo. Ferrari's coming are we, back. Are bro. we gonna hop back on before? Uh, I don't think we'll hop back on before Friday, will we? Yeah. Well, there's no media on Thursday. Uh, some drivers. I, I will tell you this though. I've decided to follow every driver on social media to stay up to date with what they're doing. I, I mean, I thought that was a given. I mean, I know you some don't like drivers. To I just Max. don't like following, right? But it is important. So you can see which drivers have stayed in Bahrain and which drivers have Yeah, like back. Alonso and all of them are together playing tennis, right? Alonso, yeah, Lando, and, um, Carlos. Joe is in Bahrain. Valtteri's obviously there riding his bike with his girl. Where's Lewis? Bro, Lewis goes back, bro. He goes Pierre Gasly went back too. Okay. Where is Pierre from Monaco? No, Pierre's not from... Pierre's French, but he's not from Monaco. Somewhere else. Charles fine. is from Monaco, though. But it's just cool. interesting to see how, like, everyone's routine is different. Some drivers are like, yeah, I'll go back. Some other drivers are going to stay. Yeah. I think personally for me, I'd like to be climatized longer, so I'd stay. I wouldn't. I'd be like Lewis. I'd go home. I mean, when you got the private jet, it doesn't matter, right? Bro, still. Like, for me, I want to be in my own home, and I'll fly on Thursday, and I'll get re- Like, it doesn't take you a day to get climatized. It takes me a day to get climatized. Yeah. It's about a six and a half hour flight. Yeah, it's, it's a long flight. Okay, so, um, yeah, who do you got? I mean, we're, we're not going to hop on before Friday. So let's make some of our predictions right now for FP1 quickly. Who's the best team on FP1? Bro, it's FP1. Like, I don't think we need to be putting bold predictions. No, I'm just saying, like, who looks the best right right out the gate? It's clear. Ferrari's going to look good on FP1. I think Red Bull's going to look the best. Who who has the fastest time FP1? Max. Max, I got Max, too. All right. We'll we'll sign out with that. Shout out to the world. We got global listenership. We appreciate it. Tap into Lifting Coast. Tap into Title League. Yo, got some more content. Tap in. We're trying to make this the number one pod that is on the west side. Yes, sir. And we'll, you know, 
we're gonna hit you guys this weekend might be a little slower but we'll hit you with the same day race action it won't be right after the race it might be a couple hours after because we got some other commitments but you'll have qualifying and race within probably six or seven hours of for sure the, of the race and quality qualifying. is gonna be sick just to see the flying laps and the times and then of course sunday lights out so we'll do our predictions on friday so you guys will hear back from us on friday afternoon and then you'll see us on saturday right uh six or seven hours after quality might maybe right after and six or seven hours after the race so tap in guys thank you so much lift and coast let's get it peace